Welcome to A Woman's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode, it's New Year, who dis, as we work out a reset for 2024. I'm Joanne, and this is Tori. Hello, hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. you'd appreciate that one yeah so i didn't write so the, the reason i'm laughing is because i, I basically didn't I, I didn't vibes. i didn't write an intro and i said just i said you're gonna have to make up an intro just speak with your heart and i've entitled this just for my own my own giggles <laughs> as i did the outline so that i'd know which one was the right outline new year who dis new year reset episode <laughs> And what that, I did, so I and what I did not expect was when I told Joe to speak with her heart on what the intro should be. I kind of did not expect that it was going to be New Year Who Did, <laughs> and did. in such a bubbly, upbeat <laughs> way as well. It's not that what you expect from me now. It's a nice bubbly, no. upbeat, positive. No, I. I expect the bubbly, upbeat, positive vibe from you so much more than from me. The point is, I didn't expect that to manifest itself in New Year. <laughs> I didn't expect you to read that out loud. I thought I'd set the tone for the entire oh, episode. Fabulous. <laughs> mm. All right, dear listeners, it's 2024. We are here. God. We made it. Um, hilariously our second recording of 2024 yeah, and we are more when at the time of recording we are more than ha- we are basically beyond the halfway point in the month yeah yeah it's been insanely it's been an interesting start already it's been busy <laughs> already it's so january busy. people it's supposed to be that nice like it's cold oh. we're gonna slowly move in <laughs> cold it's freezing <laughs> it's an you're ice always, age out there this you is... are always cold though so <laughs> Are you going to tell me that it's not cold out, I mean, Joanne? I'm not telling, I'm not Are you going to tell me you. it is not cold out? No, no I am not telling you that it's not cold out. But I mean, it's not snowing. I went into I went into London and it was negative three. Oh, that is cold. Like it was cut. Co- yeah, I think at one point it was negative five, and it said feels like negative eight because of the wind. And I was like, I mean, no. Bear in mind, I got stuck in Germany because of snow. So you know, yeah, cold is but still cold is as cold does. Well, I thankfully got out of Boston before before snow. <laughs> yeah, snowing in Germany again. One of my that was close. It was a close one today, and it was over uh, over uh, over teams. And he's like, "Look, snowing." Snow How British is this? I feel like we spent the first ten minutes being like, <laughs> "Talking about weather, the weather." <laughs> that was very. That was like the most British thing I think I've it really was. I've done. That's great. Have cups of like, tea in oh, a that weather. Oh, not there yet. No. Not there yet. Uh, but yeah, I guess this episode, we just kind of thought we'd like have some beers and then just kind of take this as an opportunity to sort of like reset. We can do like a really quick catch up to speed with where we are and what we're going to do the rest of the year. We'll talk about some fun. Tri- it's triannuary. We'll talk about some fun triannuary yeah. stuff. And then, yeah. I think we're going to have some refresher lessons. This is going to be the episode that we just kind of like palate cleanse, reset, rebaseline, refocus, 
reshift our energy. That is, it's the episode of re. That's what we should call it. The episode. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess. Oh, I, let's ha- let's crack our first beer first before we and we can get yes. into. We can crack our first beer. We can use this this as a little sync up to be like, what what did we do since we last really recorded? Besides last night, because that doesn't count. <laughs> What? So what beer have you got? I can hear you cracking. You I just what you've got. am drinking a Sam Adams Winter Lager. Oh, because I really, so and you can jealous. see, I'm wearing. I oh. want to take the time to say I'm wearing a crop top jumper Ooh. that I got from Sam Adams. How innovative are they? Then I've got my crop top jumper out. I was like buying that. That is happening. And I've got my Sam Adams glass. Look at oh that. Oh, God, I love Ooh, those Sam Adams Look at that glasses. shape. It's, I'm a bit sad because it's not the old school ones that had the blue stripe on the top and oh, like yeah. the, the color on it. It's just a plain I have glass with just the white Sam Adams logo. Yeah, they don't sell those anymore, but I did <gasps> get another. I got another glass from them that apparently changes yeah. color, but I haven't used it yet. Um, it's blue and I think it changes color and it's got like what looks sort of snowflakey on it. Oh, I think and I've it's seen sh- those. <gasps> so it's cool. shaped like a, uh, like a, like a can but it's like yes. quite a big size compared to my if you think about my sign uh, my siren lumina one yes it's like that but like much bigger so okay. i think you can fit like a whole beer oh, in it as opposed it. to nice. just part of it yeah it's great nice that's me what are you drinking um so i am drinking lantern pale ale um so this is from l'ermitage which is a nano brewery in brussels um oh. i picked this up I'll, I'll talk about where, where I picked this up later because we're going to try January. Um, but I bought this beer because if you listened to our um, Beer and Tarot <gasps> episode that I did with Courtney in her beer zine, which you should go and get. You can go get it from uh, from Bean to Barstool on, on Instagram. I'll put that on the show notes for you. Um, one of the breweries that she talks about is L'Hermitage because their tap room has tarot cards painted on the walls and has like a tarot motif um so when i saw this and it was from them i was like i'm having that and trying that so i've not had a beer from them before so i'm quite excited for that one so yeah it's also in a bottle both of the beers i'll be drinking tonight are in bottles which don't get as many bottles anymore i don't think i think a lot of most things are in nowadays Mm. no I find that depends on what it is. It depends yeah, on what it is it, and it the does size. Depend on what the style is and yeah, definitely. So yeah. Look at that pour there on this. Look at that. Oh, ah, yes. My winter lager. I'll, I'll give more context as to why I picked this Ooh. as well. I would very much. You... Oh, it's all in French. It does actually. I don't think it tells me, but I'd like to know what hops are in this because I think there might be some Nelson in this. It smells like white wine Ooh, and gooseberry. Pardon me, but I'm going to take a photo of this one before oh, I even like. Look at that! Put a flake that in vibe. that. It is that done. It's is looking great. I'm I'm getting a photo of this. I'm not even going to be like, oh, hang on, pause this. I'm t- I'm just going to tell you straight up. I'm taking a photo of that beauty before it disappears. I can't be having that go to waste. <laughs> that would just be selfish. It'd be selfish. It would be wrong. It really wouldn't do Sam Adams any justice, if I'm honest. All right, big geeking is. Has finished officially done. We had to take photos because I was like, yeah. if I wasted this beautiful, yeah, the head on that was foamy cool. loveliness in this beautiful glass, I'd be very, 
I'm even going to drink it like with the logo facing out. Um, it was funny because like, so uh, I'll re- recap in a second of, of kind of what I did between Christmas and New Year's. But um, when I, when it was, spoiler alert, when I was on, on the tour for Sam Adams uh, and they were talking about stuff that was like talking about water profiles, changing things and stuff. And, and I was like sat there and I really, really, really wanted to be like, yeah, because I had it from Shepard Neiman shit. <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. But I was like, I like I leaned over to Rick and I was like, yeah, the water profiles because it is different in the UK. So the recipes. So I was like, it's like, do you know that meme with the guy mm-hmm. that's like at the club with that girl? And, he's like and she's very not, in, she's yeah. not interested. And he's just like, that was like me, like Rick was just like, I don't care. <laughs> like, and I was just like, they use the same recipe. Did you know that? But also it tastes so different. It tastes like shit because the water's different because <laughs> the hard wood <laughs> and he was just like cool and he's like i don't care stop talking to me i've probably told him that already as well and he was just like yep super cool super right. super cool <laughs> oh, but yeah I'm, I'm going in for a sip so yep. cheers cheers happy new year happy new year it's a bit late well no it's never too late better late than never isn't it so yeah, I I wanted to set the record straight because okay. I feel like when we ended it last year with our end of the year episode, there was so much more time left because I was going to the US and there was so much more time left, and yeah. I want to just set the record straight. Okay. So for the drink harder challenge, I managed yeah. to tackle two, no, three more things. I had the whiskey drink vodka drink lager drink and cider drink all the way that was purposeful i had that on the i think i might have had that on christmas because i was like purposefully like i'm not letting this beat me (laughs) and i had um a i i got you i showed you i had uh blue flavor and i didn't write this the can wrote this blue flavor cider and i was like this is great i'm gonna have i'm gonna use that's gonna be my cider so that's that's great so yeah i I had a whiskey drink of vodka because i found that my dad had a peanut butter whiskey and i was like that's like but like it was like this small batch made peanut butter whiskey so i was like that's great i'm gonna use that and i'm gonna make i used uh the peanut butter whiskey and i mixed it with uh shambled and i made like a peanut butter jelly it was fantastic yeah super good um so i had that as my whiskey drink my vodka drink i made i had a proper like like apple cider not like hard cider like u.s apple cider because there was still some in the supermarket so obviously i got that so my vodka drink i made something that i just made up that had um like cider in it i think it was some weird fireball cider vodka situation but i was missing some ingredients so i just had to blag it and it wasn't the best i'm not gonna lie but it was drinkable so i drank right. it but you drank um, it so a lager drink i literally just had a lager like that was my it was pretty straightforward pretty straight to the point and cider was uh was just cider my family was like yeah like oh she's going for the next one she's going for the next like my sister was like what's the next one gonna be and i was like (laughs) i was like if i just she was like if i just take a sip out of all of this this is basically i did the challenge with you and i was like yeah sure yolo you've done the challenge too it's great so we did it together it was really a group activity um 
but yeah, it was, so I, I did that. I was excited about that one. Um, I, I would argue that I visited a distillery because technically I did visit a distillery. Did I stay very long at the distillery? I did not. I bought a bottle to take home from the distillery, but I physically went there. I went there. I went on site. I bought the bottle. It was great. So it was a place called Acres in Portland, Maine. Yeah, I got a really interesting bottle of, it was like a cider that was uh, with raspberry on it, like raspberries in it or something, or blackberries. Yeah, I haven't cracked it open, but I've, I've brought it back from the US with me. So I did that. And then I did host a beer share where I did with my family and uh, one of my friends and his wife. Um, yeah, it was just the theme was beers that I brewed in 2023. <laughs> uh, that was the theme. But I would say uh, I don't recommend saving beers for that long. I was asked specifically to save all the beers that I had brewed. And I basically caveated of like, these aren't going to taste the best as they did and yeah. i was disappointed like they were like oh this tastes really good and i was like yeah i'm disappointed like i'm disappointed giving this to you because it doesn't taste as good as i know yeah, it used to it was yeah yeah but that my sister just wanted the labels so i was like <laughs> she's always like my family's super supportive so they were just like oh i just want to try it and i was like okay so i ended up the only the only three that i didn't manage to do was buy a stranger's beer or split a bottle with a stranger because that was, I don't have enough balls for that. And that was too like, oh, that was a bit too much for me, too extroverted. Um, and then the drink two beers, one that meets her in heights we've got and the other, that was a variant that breaks it. I feel like we've done it, but I don't have anything like noted down specifically. So I was like, I won't count that one because yeah. I can't 100% say that I did it. Um, and then it was the Fobab one and the Gab <laughs> one. Yeah, because I was like, I we gave up like on I that. Something from Fobab. I probably, I probably did the last in the US without knowing. JBF. I feel like I did. Anyway, keep. Did you get something? Did you? You might have got something at London Craft yeah, Beer Festival. Yeah, I think some of my. Um, I have some beers that I got from the Brewers Association, and I'm pretty sure. Oh, was it that one? I definitely drank something. Um, where I was like, oh, that's got that logo on it. So I think I did. I think I did that one. I mean, I just I we kind of gave up on trying to redo yeah, it. Yeah, because that so... one was yeah, because we couldn't decide what we wanted to do. But that's that's a yeah. goal for twenty twenty four. Well, that's it. Yeah, isn't it? So, uh, so yeah, I only there was only three I didn't finish. So actually, I finished twenty one out of twenty four. So I felt pretty good about that. And then in terms of the locations, I said I wanted to go to Little Pomona, Sacred Profane, Little Earth, All Day Brewing. 360 Degrees Brewing and Sam Adams and I finally managed to go to Sam Adams. Yay! You can see me. I'm logoed out. That's why I'm drinking the winter lager. Yeah. I'm logoed out. I'm good to go. Happy days. Um, and I did go to Sacred Profane as well. So I oh, did good. tick off two places on my list. So I'm really, really happy about that. So, and you obviously brought um, me something yeah. back from, um, from Sacred Profane. I did and I I got yeah of course I did I got you a dark (laughs) lager and I got myself this hat that says cold lager warm hearts on it and on the back it says sacred profane and Rick got himself uh, an anti uh, sexist anti racist pro equality beer club hat and I think he got to be fair he's he is sweet because I got this hat I bought a bunch of beers and then I was like, oh, they've got the, they've got like the anti-sexist, anti-racist hats and I really want it, but it's cash only. And it was that, it, it's that meme of like that little girl, like it's that um, Instagram reel of that girl. It's like, oh, 
Yeah. It's really cute. I wish I could get it, but and he was like, "I've got cash." And then he's like, "I'm getting it." F-. And he's like, "I'm getting it for me." And I was like, "Okay." So he okay. got it for him. And he, yeah. I mean, he did look for it yesterday, and he was like, "Where's my hat?" And I was like, "What do you mean your hat?" And he's like, "Do you have my hat?" And I was like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "The one I bought in the US." And I was my like, hat. "Oh, I haven't seen hat. it." Um. So yeah, I mean, went to the US, drank a lot of beer in the US. Uh, hilariously, I, I said, what can I go and see? Like, where can I go and drink? And what can I buy that's not Trillium and um, uh, Trillium and Treehouse? And ended up taking back majority of it being Trillium and Treehouse. And like, we could talk about it in another episode about like US drinking culture and myths and everything compared to, because I feel like that could be a whole separate episode. Yeah compared to UK but spoiler alert the reason I ended up with a whole bunch coming back is because there was something in particular I needed to get you but you could only buy it in a four pack <laughs> so I was like four this packs it is beer. this is why she's my beer bestie and then I'm a completionist so I was like might as well get the set of three <laughs> so, <laughs> so I ended up with way more Trillium and Treehouse than I wanted but you know whatever just I can like flaunt it like look at look at this I wouldn't do that, but <laughs> that'd be great. I would enjoy that a lot if you did that. What did you catch up with over your your holiday break? Um, so let me have a quick look. Let's have a look at my drink well, card. Well, while you're opening that, my my favorite part about that was of like yeah. you know how I was like I need to try to get sacred profane in. Yeah. I need to do that. So I went to Sam Adams on the equivalent of our Boxing Day because mm-hmm. that was like the I was like start as I mean to go on. Like if I'm hungover, which I don't really get hangers, but if I'm hang, if I'm hungover the day after Christmas, just get back right into it. Like that's fine. Yeah. And then I was like I'm running out of time to go to Sacred Profane before I leave. Ended up doing that on New Year's Day, uh, no, New Year's Eve. Yeah. So I technically got all of those in <laughs> and I tried all before of what I wanted to year. try before the new year. I was yes. like I did it, guys. Nice. And I really nice. recommend Portland, Maine. I feel like that's super underrated yeah. for where to go for 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 beers. Um but yeah like new england in general is great but you could easily do like a whole walking section of portland maine we underestimated how much we're so close together uh and yeah definitely that's on my radar for the next time is to go back up to portland right so my drink harder challenge um i had quite a few leftovers but i did drink each beer out of a mix pack I um, i finished my box of um of beers from good chemistry so i did that so i had eight different beers from them excellent um i didn't drink an old favorite that i hadn't enjoyed in a while because i couldn't decide which one to do (laughs) so i just never got around to doing it i didn't get grail field um didn't do the right one didn't oh no i think i did drink a beer that's meddled at the Great American Beer Festival, but I can't remember which one it was. But it wasn't Fobab, and that's the one Fobab. we champion. Yeah, because <laughs> we just like that. It definitely wasn't from there. Um, I didn't drink a whiskey drink, a vodka drink, a lager drink, and a cider drink. And we were talking about this Disappointed. At the other day because um, my friend Tom, hi Tom, um, pointed out he really wanted to make me do it, <laughs> and I told him absolutely not. And then we were talking about it, and we were, wondered if we had actually done that the night before Indie Man um, because we went to several places that night. But I don't 
I didn't drink a cider, so I definitely didn't do it. I, I see what annoys drinking a vodka drink. I definitely what annoys me drink. is I think I came really close to doing that before, and yeah. I was off by like one. And it might have been the it, it was either the cider. No, it was uh, when I got invited to that um, the Beer Writers Guild uh, Awards yeah. because there was like uh, there was a cider on the table. I had a lager. Um, and then on the way home, I had a, I had a, my journey juice, as I now call it. I had my journey juice on the train because I had some time to kill. So as I said, you go in Terminus and what's that? Three for whatever on tinnies. Let's go. Got one of those. And that was definitely the vodka or, you know, I think it was like a vodka one. But I was like, oh, I'm missing the whiskey. And I was like, I wonder if one of these were barrel aged in whiskey. Could I count that? No, <laughs> no you may not. But I did it intentionally. So it's you fine. Um, I just haven't got enough spirits in the house. Um, I didn't get a chance to buy anyone a drink on their birthday. I don't think. Not like I remember. I may have done, but I can't remember. Um, and Poor I didn't form. drink. I didn't drink the least <laughs> expensive and most expensive drink on a menu. So oh, that's like the easiest one though. Well, but I had to think about it, and I kept forgetting to do it when I was in places. And also, um, a lot of the places that I go don't necessarily have a menu <laughs> i'm gonna so at the end of this episode we're definitely gonna talk about challenges again and if yeah. we do this again so i think uh I, I don't think this is on i've got a whole list of what the new drink harder challenges and i don't think it's on that but i feel like when uh when we talk about potential other challenges this needs to go back on it again and i feel like i'm just gonna big brain it again and just the next time because i'm at elusive at the weekend you can't do you can't no i don't think you can do the same thing yeah you can i don't Uh, why not i feel like that can't be like if you've already done that i don't think you can repeat it exactly the same again but it's like the cheat code no i'm putting in rosebud i'm getting all the monies i'm building that house no i don't think so I don't think that's allowed i'm putting my foot down on that one if anyone knows what i just was referencing um good day like that is well i i applaud you but yeah i feel like that was a big brain move go go into go into elusive you get yourself a san pellegrino <laughs> you get yourself the most expensive beer on tap and uh on the menu because because this is how it works is they have more expensive guest beers in their fridge but those aren't all on their menu and that says the most expensive beer on the menu yeah <laughs> You're but welcome. you're only considering. Are you only considering what's on the wall? The menu because they also have. No, a, no, no. It's what's oh, on, on the. Yeah, they don't do every single box. thing. Yeah, they don't do okay. every single thing in the fridge because that would be a nightmare of maintenance. Well, well, yeah, well, that's true. Um. Anyway, what did I do between Chris between la- our last review episode and now? Um. I stayed at home. It was lovely. Shocked. <laughs> I know. I know. I had uh, three. Was weeks Gordon off. like, who is this? Yeah, literally. He was who are like, you? Who's this Get out of my house. In my house. Um, yep, stayed at home. I stayed at home. It was lovely. Me, me and Dad went up to London at one point, and I thought I might have got to try my uh, to do my um, try a favourite that you haven't had in a while. Because I was oh. going to see if we could get to a Samuel Smith's pub and see if I could get one of their fruit beers. Because that's one of like the first beers that i really enjoyed i had them in, funnily enough i had them in alaska <laughs> but their raspberry wheat really lovely um so i was like oh maybe if i can get to a to a, a sam smith's pub i could get one of those but we weren't near any of them but we went to um so i didn't do that but we went to the vna 
and we went and saw oh yeah uh, I did, you Diva did say that. fashion exhibition which was great um and visited family a little bit but basically i stayed at home and some of my favorite things that i did while i was at home was having a bath with a bath bomb um and listening to my audiobook while i was in the bath with the bath bomb had a face mask on like i highly recommend this you could also do it with a beer like i've done that bomb, with a beer face mask audiobook beer that sounds amazing that's a really good restart to the year isn't it i've done it where i've gone like i'm gonna i'm gonna have like my uh, laptop yeah not obviously in the bath <laughs> But like to the side on a stand yeah. where it's like, I'm going to put on a Netflix show. So the problem is, I'll, I'll tell you what the problem is for me, Joe. Okay. I love that. That all sounds amazing in principle. Like, like uh, in, in theory, all of it, yeah. like all of it. I love the idea of a nice warm bath with a bath, like visually and, and how it sounds great top tier 10 out of 10 the reality of when i tried to execute that plan i don't think i actually like it as much as i like the idea of it so (laughs) because my tub's quite deep my tub's quite deep so i feel like it takes ages to actually fill up and you have to have it on like scalding hot so that it's actually hot when you get in it and that's not the cheapest thing ever to run that much water and it's hot it's a treat I know it's a treat, but then I get in there and I go, it's really hot. And it takes me forever to get in it because it's really hot. And then I get in it and I go, bore this now. And then I go, and then I go, I go a bit sweaty. And now I'm like, I've got to sit here for a bit just so I feel like I got the most of what I've just paid for like in terms of like monetary value of the water but like my time as well like I have to pay for my time that I just wasted (laughs) and I'm like I guess I'll sit here for a bit and then I try to listen to music and I go fuck it I'm done I have two things here so I have two things here if you're gonna have a bath this is and this is why I only have a bath every now and then if you're gonna have a bath you've got to be in there for a significant amount of time I know which is why I put an audiobook on because I'm sat there I'm listening to my audiobook I'm enjoying it that's why I do that and that's why I have a nice bath bomb my current favorite is the black rose from Lush because when you put it in you get like proper goth colors it's like black and glitter and purple and beautiful it smells great it's bubbly like, that's another it. one that right. you just said glitter and i had those bathrooms and i love that do you know what the bath looks like yes, when that do, water drains have, so i've just so afterwards. i've basically just gone de-stress get in this bath force yourself in the soup for like 20 minutes <laughs> minimum okay. then you get out of it and then you go now i have to clean that's more work okay so this is my <laughs> second thing as i said there were two things my second thing I suggest to you instead a shower steamer. I'm I'm on board with that and I've bought shower steamers. I've got that. Shower steamer. Listeners, if you've not had a shower steamer, it's like a little, it's like a bath bomb, but you don't clean yourself with it. It goes in the corner of your shower, the hot water hits it and it disintegrates and it puts lovely plumes of wonderful smelling steam into your shower, which are very nice and relaxing. Shower steamers may be your thing. I mean, I've got a question for you now that we're talking about this uh, idea of aromas. How how many infuser sticks do you put in a diffuser? In a diffuser? Yeah, like, do you know, like a bathroom diffuser? 
Yeah. Like, you want it to smell nice. How many sticks do you put in that diffuser? Well, the ones that come with it. I didn't know that. I, I thought just, you put if one. It comes with, I mean, if it comes with... Like, I thought they were like... refills. I thought they were refills. <laughs> You're talking about the reeds, right? That you put yeah. in it. You yeah. put all of them in. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that, Joanne. Why? Why didn't you? Because it's open to interpretation. It's open to interpretation. It was like, when you do this, you these are designed to do this it doesn't say like now put them all in it's it's quite misleading if i'm being honest okay so the sticks are not what makes the aroma it's oil that's yeah, in the bottle yeah yeah, yeah right? i know but the more sticks apparently means the more aromes yes. i didn't know that i thought it was gonna probably be the same amount of aromes whether i put five sticks or one stick i didn't know the average was around six to ten sticks and then my in-laws came around took the absolute piss out of me about it <laughs> they've taken that my brother my brother-in-law is the one that called it out he came and I was like, oh, you're just outing yourself as middle class. And I'm sorry that I'm not true. I'm not middle class enough to know how many reeds you put in a diffuser. I am sorry that that is, I'm not in the upper echelon. That's on me. I apologize. And then I was like, you know what? I'm removing it from the downstairs bathroom and no one gets to look at it anymore. I'm taking my ball home and no one's playing anymore. I'm <laughs> going. Yeah. Um, how have we got onto read diffusers? I was right, because you said podcast. because you said about the aromas, and I was like, I this is a burning question that I have to ask okay. you. Okay, I, I I get you. Well, I think that's our best ten- tangent ever. Well, and I mean, if anything, it's just outed me for the fact that I'm not middle class enough for I anyone. I but it. yeah, there you go. I One I thought I was being economical. But yeah, so I I had a bar- I baths. <laughs> I had a couple of baths. <laughs> going back to the actual topic. Um, I've started journaling. Oh yeah, we were just discussing so, Mike, this. We were just talking about this before we started recording because Tori Powell and I have gone around and just given everybody our money <laughs> in January. Um, and I've got some journaling subscriptions and a lovely tote bag for my things. Um, I mean, I'm a creative person. I've done a bit of journaling before, but I've I feel like 2024, I want to do slower cozy hobbies to complement my beer drinking hobby i'm gonna journal i want to read more i'm gonna learn tarot learn a bit more about the tarot because i've been using it for a long time but i want to consolidate my knowledge um yeah and so i've been doing cozy slow things i like that reading Learning the tarot cards. Baths. Baths with I... my audiobook. I put the audiobook on while I'm cooking. I do that when I'm walking the dog. But my problem is the audiobook that I'm listening to at the moment, I need to make notes on. So like when it's really cold, like it was today, and I was listening to it and I needed to make a note, my hand was like, well, and I, I couldn't start, do it. I did start a tarot book on audio and I stopped listening to it and bought the book because I was just like no I want to be able to reference this when I'm doing my studies so I stopped doing that I will say I do recommend audible because you can just Mm. make notes on it and then you can go back and it will take you to the exact obviously the exact section and play it again for you which is quite nice I I really enjoyed that yeah I I looked up uh I had a similar mindset to you I I need something that's like a nice hobby to go with with like a nice I I like that your description of cozy I play a lot of like (laughs) I watch slice of life animes I I play what's called cozy games where it's just like you know walk around you're a farmer today like that's the I'm like I'm just need to tend my fields guys like that type (laughs) of stuff yeah um and I looked at cross stitching oh yeah 
I bought stuff before for cross stitching, but then I just never committed to it. Yeah. I love the idea of it. I just never, my problem is, and this is probably maybe something you can help me tackle here. We can, we can do this together. My problem is I have lots of different hobbies. Yeah, same. I never make time. I can't make time for them all and, and beer. So it's like board games, as you can see behind me, if you're watching the video, loads of them. Love it. I've got a ukulele now and that's great. Uh, I like reading. I like video games. Um, I want to cross stitch. There's just no time to do all the things. And that is my problem. How do you balance your time? Because I just feel like I just can't balance my time with with work and then going out and then... Yeah. So this is also my problem, which is why I've been like, right, I'm focusing this year. I'm going to journal like because you can do that at the end of the day, a little bit at the end of the day, or I can... um, do a little bit at the weekend. I could do it while I'm watching the telly with Gordon. I could do it while I've got the audio book going. Like, um, and with tarot, I'm gonna do some studies on it. But also, I'm using it. I'm pulling a card every day to see what my day, like what I need to know for the day. But I'm also pairing it with beer. So I'm like pulling a card and helping it to using it to help me choose what beer I'm gonna drink from my stash. Or and I'm also also I'm reading. That is great for my commute to work. And when I'm traveling, um, and I'm also when I finish a book, I'm now going to pair it with a beer. I like be that. Like, this is a beer for my stash. I think goes with this book. Um, so yeah, that's what I, that's how I'm doing that. I've just focused on the ones I'm like. This is what I'm going to do. I'm also learning German. I do it on Duolingo. Like they want you to do like yeah, that owl judges of, you. Hard. Right, they want you to do loads of loads of minutes every day. No, my goal is to do a German lesson every day. Yeah, same. Every day, and then I'm I'm making progress. I'm doing one every day. Um, I like to think that you're doing it because you're like I'm making progress. <laughs> I'm doing it every day because I'm like I can't lose that streak freeze. <laughs> well, I'm like too, I'm yeah. like I'm yeah. 500 deep. <laughs> I am not that. I can't. Yeah. I can't afford to lose this. And then the owl comes up, and I'm like, don't judge me. Like it's like you're running out Do of time, I and I'm like, oh, calm down. Know your place, man. <laughs> Give me a break. I nearly, I nearly lost my streak freeze when I was in Germany. I nearly lost my streak because I, could... I used up both of my freezes. I'd pay for like, them at that oh, point. God. I would pay for them. I'm well, not going to no, lie so to you. I would pay like, for them. So it turned around to me and it was like, if you do these five lessons, we'll give you a streak back. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll do five lessons today. And I got my streak back. So it's fine. I can't be doing that. That's the thing is once this streak goes and I've just thrown 500 plus <laughs> like lessons out the window that I would I would scorched earth burn it to the ground I am never studying (laughs) Japanese ever again that that was the end of my Japanese lessons or at least on Duolingo because I'd be like no I'm good but yeah that's another thing I got to make time for is like lessons like that I just yeah yeah, writing the the day like I do it when I get home at night I do my I do my German lesson which actually interestingly I tend to forget to do it at the weekend because I haven't been like well I've come home I'm gonna it's not that routine because I'm not I'm out of that routine at the weekend I keep missing it um one thing that I said I wanted to do more is I said this last year as well that I want to do more drawing and I was like I'm gonna draw once a week we're what are we three weeks in now i haven't done any drawing. can you do like can you do like three drawings in a row and then you're like well that makes up for the last few weeks yeah i mean i just i like i'm i'm teetering on the maybe that one's not going to happen and that's okay 
Well, that's okay because I <laughs> yeah. think that if you wanted it to happen, but if you wanted it to happen, you would have you right, would make, make it, it happen. happen. And my creativity is coming out in my journaling, so it's different. So it's or maybe that could fun. be your you've got your weekday stuff. Maybe that could be a weekend wake up, have a bit of yeah. a doodle while you're having coffee, and there you go. Yeah, that's true. But I think if you really wanted it to happen, it yeah, sounds like right, from that you it, you'll make yeah. it happen because yeah. you'll you'll really want to do it enough that you'll make that time. Yeah. I think there's yeah. other things I want to do. But that's the thing, you've got to pick the things that you really want to prioritise on and that's how you end up doing the things you want. I think 50% of the time, there's all these things that I want to do and my brain thinks they're great to do them. And then I'm like, yeah, I just can't. Like, I'm so drained by the end of like, especially if I've been working late or whatever. And by the end of the day, I'm like, I, would, I wanted to basically, for me, I wanted to kind of change this habit where I go to bed uh I wanted to go to bed a little bit earlier than normal and that's including like if I go to bed and I play video games for a bit or watch something on tv like I want to go to bed even a little bit earlier than that so I can settle in and even just read for a half hour but what I find that I do and it's not really a healthy thing is I kind of like get into bed and I'll be like oh let me just look at my phone for like 20 that that would have been time that I would have been reading but I'm like let me look at my phone for a bit let me have a little bit faff around this let me look on you know online shopping and this that the other thing life admin and then i'm like yeah i could have been reading a book with that and now it's too late and it's i'm too tired i can't That's be doing audio books have been my savior they really have because i can put one in the car i listen to it while i'm waiting to get a flight mm, same put it on in the kitchen while i'm cooking like i'm optimizing my time with those and it's something that i'm enjoying doing and it means i get to read more which makes me happy because sitting down and having the opportunity to read i don't have a lot of time for that i'm starting to find more of it Mm. like i actually read a couple of ebooks on my kindle oh nice in the last year and i was like whoop and i'm currently reading like gordon bought me um jager wise's wild brews book nice christmas so i'm currently trying to read through that as well so reading a physical book yay haven't done that in ages um but audiobooks audiobooks help you maximize your time and it is real reading don't let anybody tell you it isn't oh it definitely is i think yeah. as long as you're actually taking in the information yeah. as long as you don't just have it on as background and you're tuning yeah. it out like if you're actually taking it in reading a really good book at the minute i'm actually quite and uh so with the reading as well i I can like I know what books I like i'll pick ones i like but also i like to sometimes be like i'm gonna join this book club and have something picked for me differently um and so there is um i am in she says she's gonna go find it i think it's craft beer girls which is the american group um and they have on facebook they have a beer and books group oh i like that yeah and they pick a book every month and january's one is it's thriller january and um the vote came out as the only one left by riley sager um i'm really enjoying it set in the 80s it's about um a caregiver she's not a nurse she's a caregiver um and she goes she gets sent to look after this elderly woman who it turns out what everyone in the town thinks that this elderly woman murdered her parents and her sister um and it's this whole kind of story about did she didn't she um what other intrigue is there because she was like born in like the 1920s like she was alive in the 1920s as now because the book's set in the 80s and like oh it's like i probably wouldn't have picked it up myself 
uh, but I'm really glad I'm reading it because it's really good. Not quite got to the end yet, so. I was to say you put it you put it out to like on your Facebook as well of like people recommend me books yep. and yeah I recommend you a book. I and recommend you, you a book that I think I think you wouldn't pick that out yourself, yeah. but it was an in- incredibly compelling read. Like I really enjoyed the read myself, so yep, I was so that's like, on my TBR. That's good. I'm I'm reading girly drinks at the moment. Well, listening, audio booking, girly drinks. Bit. So watch the space. Maybe we'll be book clubbing. We don't know. Yep, we'll we might we'll be see. Clubbing. We'll see. Uh, in terms of like triannuary, so I know we want to talk about triannuary. Um, I probably don't have a lot really to say from my perspective because I feel like I've not really, I've not done anything that's outside of the norm when it comes to triannuary because I feel like I'm always quite, I'm always quite adventurous. And when I go, oh, that sounds nice, I'll try that. Or I want to go here. I want to try this brewery because I've not heard of that before. Like I don't, and I, I think you're the same. I'm not suggesting yeah. you're not the same, but you know, I, I think it's something that like for me, triannuary just feels like I treat every month like triannuary. And yeah. I, I haven't really had a lot of time to be fair to go and do that kind of stuff these last few weeks because it's been a lot of work heavy stuff. But um, I don't really have anything to report, but I know you've done some triannuary bits. What's What have you been up to for triannuary? Well, I kept I looked at things and like people are doing triannuary boxes and I was like that's cool but I've got a lot of beer in the house already um what can I do and then I was like oh I was in Manchester for work and I'm like oh maybe I'll see if I can get to a bottle shop while I'm in Manchester and see if I can pick up something from like a local brewery that I haven't tried before um or see if there's a brewery local brewery that I haven't had anything from. Let's have a look. So I ended up going to Beer Moth. Oh, um, right. Okay. Cool. And so they've got the cafe and they've got the bottle shop. So I went to the bottle shop um, and I went through all the breweries in their local fridges and I had had at least one beer from all of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Man- Manchester's and like such like, a... <laughs> Manchester's such like a happening place for beer that like I I thought you were gonna say I try like I found this this and I was like how have you managed to find something right, you and I was tried? I thought I was like yeah I'm gonna find like a local brewery that I've never had anything from before and I was like had it had it had like track it is track, interesting short, though isn't it balance. because I think that there's a whole owner there's always like you because th- I think when you go to places like that you go oh we know all the big names like it's really obvious yeah. we know that there's so much great beer here or whatever that you just expect oh it's half the time you expect I'm going to go and I'm not going to find anything new and then you just find like this tiny like right, microbrewery that you just you're like oh no one's like this this distribution's not, not yeah. wide enough or yeah that's what I was hoping for and I did not find it <laughs> apparently I've drunk a lot of Manchester beer guys <laughs> Uh, which was fine. That was fine. Um, but there were beers there that I had, uh, I hadn't had before, and some breweries like so. There were European breweries that I hadn't had before. So I grabbed Lantern from Le Mitage, and I was like, "Oh yes, we are having that." Um, I also grabbed Dietrich from Schneel, which is a German brewery. Um, if you've ever seen their labels, they've got like a a white snowy ale across the label 
Um, and I saw they they signed up for an International Women's Collaboration Brew Day a few years back, and I was like, ooh, their beers look interesting. And I've been waiting, like, I've been wanting to try one of those for ages, so I was like, definitely having one of those. And I got a Bretted Berliner Weiss from them. Um, uh, I've had beers from Runaway Brewery before. They're a Manchester brewery. I've had beers from them before, but they had a winter saison in from them. Oh, and I was like, that's beautiful. I have not tried that before, so I'm going to try that. And then I got a beer from Duck Pond in Sweden. It's called Darkwing, and it's a black currant goes. Oh, that sounds interesting. That and sounds I was like, nice. not had something from them before. Delish. That sounds delicious. We will have those. So um, I feel like I've heard of Duck Ponds. I don't know if I have. I'm going to um, Google now because I feel like I've heard of that. But yeah, so that's what I picked for my triannuary, triannuary picks. Um, I also got both of us a Bellini Mead from Superstition. <sighs> that's exciting. Yeah, I thought you'd ex- you'd be excited by that. So I'm definitely excited by that. Um, I mean, like, yeah, no, you're right. There's like a lot of places do these like triangular boxes or just triangular things. Like, I, I know like a hoppy place does. Like, they've got like a really cool thing that's kind of a more or less. They did bingo, I think, last year and this year. It's kind oh, of more yeah, like a yeah. like a trail where it's like try all these different, and it tends to be like different styles of beer. Yeah. And once you do all like if you get all of it they'll be like oh you've got a prize but i think you have to be like the first person to do it or something but it's i think that's just like a really cool idea for like a bottle shop to do or like yeah. a business to do and i was like i wanted to go to a bottle shop i wanted to support that independent business you know like that local business um so yeah i i enjoyed going and have a little browse in there great selection in there you could also sit in and drink beer as well so you know if you're in the area go check that out um Speaking of beer styles, not necessarily for triannuary, but I said one of my goals, if you listened to our end of year wrap up, was to try lots more. Because we looked at our untapped stats and it tells you how many styles you didn't try. So I was like, right, I'm going to look at what the styles are and I'm going to see how many different, like if I can top that number this year. So did a bit of a you and got really geeky about it and i've done a spreadsheet <laughs> excellent love a good spread project manager love a good spreadsheet <laughs> get in untapped beer stuff so there's 270 that they list that is even there's got to be an easier way to have done that as well there's got to be an api somewhere that you can grab and i literally get just all that. went through Oof. and typed them out and also you can't Oof. look at them on the website you have to do it on the app so i had the app open and then was typing them into my spreadsheet um now that 270 does include cider styles mm. mead styles and hard seltzer and half oh. kombucha, I think, as well. So it's nope. not just beers, but I've got all of them in a spreadsheet. And as I am checking in beers, I am saying that I've, I'm then working out the beer styles and whether I've tried them. Um, I've also noted whether I've ever had that beer style before and how many I've had before. So, for example... That's ordinary, worse than me. That ordinary, is worse than me. Ordinary bitter... I've had 169 different ones. Nice. Um, Australian sparkling ale, I've had one. <laughs> That's like so oddly specific. <laughs> right. That some of these are very specific, right? So I've started. That's like what, like there. one? There's like one in history that's like, I'm an Australian sparkling bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just a. 
That is genuinely... 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. I've already tried 22 different beer styles this year. (laughs) Genuinely, that's way... That is... You cannot take the piss out of me anymore. That is, like, way more nerdy than I am. I was like, I am going in hardcore beer nerd on this. Whereas, so I... I'm... And this is where we're, like, really good at being contrasting here, because I'm as much as I love a good bit of organization in that aspect and like I like having everything like very clearly organized I can find stuff it's like for me the spreadsheets are to kind of help me find what I'm looking for um for me though I'm the opposite and that I kind of like I'm, I'm chaos like let's be real you are chaos. <laughs> I am chaos in like in D and I am like chaotic neutral like full-on <laughs> chaotic good I was like, let's say chaotic good but it leans towards neutral I'm very just like I I kind of love chaos I thrive in chaos and for me I'm like I kind of don't want to know I just want to know at the end of the year how much like for me it will be a fun surprise to be like see, how wanna, many I different styles I'm like for me how many different styles did I inadvertently yeah. have as, and I think like that to me is way more fun than being organized with it no, of like, I'm going to have all the, you're like, I want, I want, I want to tick these I off. I'm like, I want to see how much off. I can do naturally by mistake. I want to tick them off. I want Chaos. to be like, what do I need to go in search of? What do I need to go find? So that's, I've started it guys. <laughs> I love that. I love, <laughs> Let me like, know if you want to follow me on my on you need to make journey. a graphic you need I'll to make talk, a graphic yeah, you need graphic. to make like a bingo thing where you like have like a dobber like and you just to, dob yeah, every I need to be like i feel like i need to be like videoing myself like filling in the spreadsheet and stuff and be like guys we're now at this one like i, I think some reels coming on bingo dobber it that's the way i'd handle <laughs> that dobber. that is great interestingly i have bought some lovely dobber pens of course you my, have course you have because then you can use the different colors to for your for your habit trackers and things so <laughs> standard space, guys Watch standard stuff <laughs> i'm expecting bingo dobbering of like all of your styles and you're like i did it bingo i've got it all one whole sheet um well before we kind of talk a little bit more in terms of like anything else you want to talk about with resetting i think we probably want to reset our brains and remember for anyone that needs a refresh on how to taste beer because you were talking about how you were doing some beer tasting the other day and you were talking to other people that were doing beer tasting and we haven't done a lot of beer tasting process tips and tricks and all that fun stuff in quite a while so instead of making people go back to listen to it shall we do just like a really quick crash course for for people this is a nice good like re-baselining for people yeah. i think should we, we start have the next beer? beer for it yeah yeah, it. yeah it feels like the right timing for that um i've got one of two but i don't know which one i kind of know which one i'm leaning towards uh but i'll let you make the final decision okay. so i have because we were talking about triannuary and they just did a post today about triannuary i think they're doing discounts at the moment but by the time this comes out maybe not uh mysterious brewing's cryptic oh. biscuit and that's Fun. their Biscoff stout. Ooh. I kind of really want to have that, especially because I want to make sure part of like delicious. what I want to make sure I'm doing in the new year is yeah. I want to be drinking through as much stuff as possible. I want to try to buy less volume to have at home. I'd yes. rather have it more out and about with people and less buying stuff at home because I end yeah. up now going out a lot more and I don't want to waste really good beer. Yeah. Um, So that's kind of helping me towards that goal. But what's potentially helping me towards my goal of 
clearing out some of the older stash cupboard. I've got this. Oh my goodness! The beer. You've got the beer. I don't want you to drink that. Yeah. I want you to wait and drink that when I come round. That's because you you're like. I don't want I, you to drink that because I, don't want I also you to drink want to that have because it. I want you to drink it with me. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's the famous Buxton <laughs> Omnipolo. Like, yeah, yeah. It's the obviously it's the new marketing oh, I on it. That. Yeah, they had like three or four at the hive, and yeah. I was like, well, obviously I'm gonna get that. Yeah. Um, speaking no. of that, I got the piss taken out of me while I was at Suds and Soda. So if we're talking about Triannuary, I went to yeah. a new location. I got to go. go to Suds and Soda because there's an up uh, my uh, business has an office up in Derby. That's like right down the road from it. So we went there, and I'm just sat there having a conversation. And I look over at the fridges, and I notice the top of a bottle that I was like, I know exactly what that is. Of course. It was Bourbon County. Oi, oi. <laughs> 2021 Bourbon County. And I immediately went, excuse me one minute. And I stood up. Because <laughs> I was like, my That's nightmare amazing. is somebody is going to yeah. come to that fridge and grab it before I get a chance to get it before we head out. So it's like, I was like literally there mid-conversation. just my, And I, like, I kind of, me. I did like a, a look over and then I did a double take because my brain processed what I had just seen. Yeah. And I went, oh, excuse me one minute. And I just stood up got the bit and they were like laughing at me they're like you what are you even doing? doing and and they were like i'm guessing that's good and i was like yeah <laughs> yes. it is <laughs> was like, it's very rare <laughs> so, yeah i guess that's made my decision i'll have the the cryptic yeah, so because around. it's nice i think that one will probably continue to age a bit better yeah. than this one will so I promise I'll drink it with you when you come round. When I come round. So oh, that's know. so kind of you. Yeah, Thank I know. You. I'm, I'm, you know, I you're nothing but you you're benevolent. You're my best. You're so sweet. Um, I help you out with these things. Um, so I've got. Look at this beauty. I thought it was a wine bottle for a second as you were <laughs> pulling that out. A wax sealed jobber here. It's only five hundred ml though. It's from um, Algar- uh, Rock in Portugal. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, it's called Espirito. Salva Gem is a wild ale, um, and it says it has been aged in 18 months in French oak Torrigo Nacional Reserva casks, um, and it has taken on wild earthy notes from a naturally occurring yeasts. They've got lambic Britannomyces in it. Um, which offers subtle notes of pineapple and balsamic reduction. Oh, there you go. You and that balsamic. Yes. You love uh, it. All right. Talking to you as if you're someone who is. Talk, I'm gonna. I'm literally going to uh, talk to me like I'm a, a caveman. I don't know what I'm doing. I've caveman. got... Well, okay, a little bit more A little bit yes. more knowledge than a caveman. Let's fast forward <laughs> thousands of years. But talk to me like I don't know what okay. I'm doing. So you've got your beer. First thing you want to do, you must have a glass. Do you have a glass? Excellent. I have a glass. Excellent. I mean, it doesn't matter what glass you have. Um, if all you've got is, you know, a wine glass or a tumbler or something like that, that's fine. But if you are beer tasting, you should always pour your beer into a glass. It allows the carbonation to release. It allows aroma to release. It lets all the good stuff come out. You know, like when they let wine breathe, it's the same with beer. Like if you're just hanging out, wondering your beer, you know, do as you please. But if you want to taste it, got to put it in a glass so we have our glass i recommend a stemmed glass as a person that doesn't know anything as a person that doesn't know anything at (laughs) all whatsoever i just on gut feel say i recommend a stemmed glass because it feels fancy 
Yeah, because it makes you feel fancy. <laughs> and you know what? The added bonus of a stemmed glass is your hand heat is not directly on the beer, so it keeps it at a good temperature. Although, um, again, as a person that knows nothing for this, I might want that because mine yeah, is a bit cold. <laughs> so you are drinking a stout; it's a darker beer. You want that temperature to uh, you want that temperature to be slightly lower to release all the complex flavors. Um, so it is a good idea to work out what sort of temperature your beer should be served at. Paler beers should be colder but we don't want them ice cold because that's going to lock in all of the aroma and the flavor you're not going to get it it's also going to dull your senses um and so you want it a little bit warmer than ice cold a pale ale a craft beer pale ale usually served around three degrees celsius um a stout you want to go a bit warmer but also as we we have said previously um sometimes you can if you get your stout out and you leave it and because usually they're slightly higher ABV you can sip on it and you can see those changes as it gradually warms up so that's fun as well so you might I prefer that. that I like I, yeah, from the nerdier side I like that because I like to as go a person oh, that's who different. knows nothing about beer. as a person that knows nothing maybe <laughs> that was what that is that is kind of what I think <laughs> that if I knew things about beer that's what I would like to do yeah yeah, yeah. for fun <laughs> all right so we're going to pour our, pour our beer into our glass I'd like to tilt mine at 45 degrees and let the beer run down the side of it and then straighten it once you're about halfway full. Because then you get a nice head on your beer. You do want a nice head on your beer because it allows the, uh, it keeps the aroma in, uh, which you want to be released as you're drinking because flavour is taste plus aroma because taste is a sensation flavor is what we're really getting from everything all right so i always start my beer tasting i start by looking at my beer taking in what it looks like um so actually i'm quite surprised mine's quite a nice amber color um it's not got a massive head on it the head's quite low but it's kind of white and foamy it's got big fat carbonation bubbles in it what does yours look like mine is dark like quite a dark brown like i think um The best way to describe it, if I was describing it as a person that didn't know anything, to be fair, this is genuinely, if I had to describe this to a yeah. person that like didn't know specific like beer terms or anything, yeah. I'd say like, think about like a Diet Coke or yeah. a Coke or whatever. And that's kind that's of how I describe it. It's quite a dark, yep. quite a dark color, but like a little bit brown sort of around the edges if you were to yep. hold it up to the light like that. And you want to think about the clarity of your beer, like how clear is it? If it's dark, you might not be able to see the clarity of it. Uh, you can put a uh, like a torch or a flashlight behind it or the light, the flashlight on your phone behind it. Sometimes that's quite cool when you've got a very dark beer because you can see if it's got like a coloured highlight behind it. Yeah? Nope. No, you can't see it. Through is it is pretty, no, pretty dark. Pretty... I mean, sometimes they are quite thick, especially because yours is a Biscoff one, so I should think it'd be quite a thick Although, one. Although, actually, it looks like there's a quite a surprising red highlight to that if i Ooh, yeah i don't know oh, if yeah. you can yeah look. i can see that yeah because i was worried for a minute i had to move it around because <laughs> I, I was worried was the... for a minute that as we discussed the other night that it might be my mic the, so i had to kind of do that before yeah. um that was very surprising because i didn't expect it to have that type of bright like yeah. very ruby red yeah color so behind sometimes that. even though they're very dark i'm on first <laughs> 
first glance you can't see through them they can actually have like can be quite clear they can have an interesting color going through them you might want to i had to look like is. i had to look to go it's not my phone's not red anywhere no, on it it no. is not i just proof if you're watching the video so both not. of ours tonight haven't really got much head on them i mean mine's a wild ale so that's not a surprise yours is a stout that's not always a surprise but sometimes you want to like take a look at the head have you got a nice thick foamy head is it moosey is it barely there like things like that and i also describe the carbonation um because that will help you think about how how carbonated it's going to be when you drink it we do drink with our eyes as well as all of our other senses you're looking at how appetizing that beer looks to you don't be deceived though because we love a white stout we love a black IPA. Those colours are going to say something to your brain. Like you think of a pale ale, you think it's going to be these fruity flavours. You think of a, a dark beer, it's going to be chocolate and roasty and things like that. You've got a black IPA, you're going to get that resinous pine, juicy fruit sometimes from them, which will be unexpected. So you have got to keep an open mind. It's my favourite part of it. So mine did yeah. pour with a head. It poured with like quite a, like yeah. a like a coffee coloured sort of head, like a cocoa like like uh, looking color but it fizzed away quite quickly and yeah, i'm too. looking sort of around the edges and i would actually i'm gonna hazard a guess based on looking at this as a person that's taken a wild guess that there might be a fair bit of carbonation more than i would expect from a stout because okay. i'm sort of the way it kind of fizzed away i was like oh it looks a little bit carbonated yeah and as i'm looking around the edges i can see some really fast moving quite small carbonation bubbles sort of all around the edge and again like if i were to describe it to a person that um doesn't really know like beer terms and to try to yeah. liken it to something they knew again i feel like that it doesn't sound appealing in terms of like beer tasting notes but like again yeah. like that diet coat or that coke where yeah. you have like that carbonation that you can kind of see around the edges a bit like that is very similar to kind of what i'm seeing so there you go right once i've assessed the appearance i go in for the aroma now you might want to think back to when you first opened the beer because aroma molecules can be quite vo uh, volatile so when you first open that can or bottle there might have been like a spritz of aroma think about that um, and then we want to we're going to literally smell our beer now there are different ways that you can do this obviously you can just stick your nose in front of it and have a sniff see what sort of things you get but there are lots of layers to the aroma of your beer so you want to think about how you're going to how you can get those different layers so for really top level you can do one of our favorites the drive-by so i just love glass. the name it's my no, favorite one. take your glass and you're literally going to pass it side to side under your nose breathe in as you do it and then you will get the top notes of the aroma i've got balsamic vinegar and pineapple just getting a lot of like great. chocolate lovely so that's your top layer that's going to be like the very first aroma you can get but there's going to be more depth in there you can then go now i've probably filled mine a little bit too high <laughs> i'm gonna have some problems with this I might just take a little sip oh you do the me where you do you go in for the smell and it just and gets it on your nose and you go, up your nose, <laughs> up your nose. Right, so there is you can put your nose in it and take lots of little short sniffs like a bloodhound <laughs> i love that description i don't think i've heard you use that description before <laughs> new to my repertoire i'm gonna i'm channeling my inner phalan when i go <laughs> yeah yeah that's it <laughs> I'm getting... i tried to make that as audible as possible yeah. and, uh, <laughs> but i also didn't want to get it up my nose <laughs> in mine 
I'm getting proper barnyard. Oh, I do think I actually get. I am getting that like biscuity, yeah, biscuity in the sense of like uh, like cookie biscuit, yeah, like nice. Uh, there's another way where you can roasty. You can Tori likes to call this one the trombone, <laughs> where you smell it and then you pull it away quickly. So you breathe in. It is a trombone though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm really struggling to get an aroma, I'll do that because then you like you get a deep one, but you pull it away, so you're moving it. Um, uh, classic, like the one if you really want to find out what's happening in your glass, this is a really good way of doing it, is the cover and swirl. So you're going to cover the top of your glass, you're going to swirl it, that's going to release the aroma, but it's trapped under your hand. You then want to bring it up to your nose, remove your hand and take a deep sniff. This is when you really can't have it too filled. Yeah, and I've just splushed it all over my hand. So you... <laughs> Me too. <laughs> when you're like when you're sampling beer, only fill it a little bit. We always fill it up because we want to take nice photos. <laughs> I need to wipe it off my hand now. It's I'm just kidding. it's gonna get sticky. There's something interesting in mine and I can't work out what it is. It's woody, I think. I feel like mine feels very straightforward, like it is roasty chocolate yeah. biscuit, and then I would almost argue that like I get a bit of vanilla. Yeah. Like when I when I go to smell it, like uh, hand, I like I did the swirl and sniff, and then sometimes I'll keep my hand kind of there to block out the other, yeah, the other things. And I think as part of that, I've got a bit of vanilla, but I'm not sure if that's kind of more kind of going align with the biscuit side of yeah. things than it yeah. is actually vanilla. If that makes sense, I think I'm getting it's a, a bit pretty flint on in mine as well. Interesting. <laughs> Mine is it's a wild ale, tasting note. so it's got some interesting things in it, I think, this one. Well, so that's the different ways that you can get the aroma of your beer. Get those aromas. Finally, we're on to the best bit. We're going to drink it. So we're going to assess the taste and the flavour. So taste are, descent, are sensations. So it's like how it feels in your mouth, what the carbonation feels like in your mouth. Um, but to get the flavour, that is a combination of taste and aroma. So you have the, you have, there's two different parts to breathing getting that aroma there's ortho nasal and retro nasal so ortho nasal is what we've just done it's just breathing it in through your nose then there's retro nasal now wine tasters they'll spit the spit the wine out with beer we want to swallow it that's helping us to um experience the carbonation because it's passing it across our palate it also means that it passes where your nose connects to your throat and those aroma molecules are going to move up your nose and come back out the other way. Now, I had someone the other day go, well, the beer comes back out the other way. No, the beer is not going up your nose. It's, it's not the- like when you laugh so hard and milk <laughs> no, comes out your no, nose or no. something like that. The aroma molecules are going to, like, they move because it's all connected. It moves back up your nose and that's retronasal. And with that movement, you're getting more of that aroma. It's combining with the sensations in your mouth and your brain connects all that together and goes, oh, that's this flavour. Because like strawberry, strawberry's not a taste. Strawberry's a flavour. Yeah. So there's, you know, acidity and there's the sweetness of the strawberry aroma. All of that comes together to make strawberry in your brain, for example. Um, so you're going to swallow it. You're going to feel how it is in your mouth. Is it heavy? Is it thin? Is it light? Is it highly carbonated? Is it tart? Is it sour? Is it sweet? Is it salty? All of those different things you're going to get when you swallow it and then you'll start getting the flavor from the aromas as well 
Should we taste it? See what so when I, when I, I'm asking as a person that doesn't know what I'm doing, yes. when I take a sip out of this, is there anything, do I just straight up drink it like normal? Do I, like, is there anything I want to do specifically or do I just literally want to straight up drink it? I wouldn't chug it. You want to take a nice sip, make sure it gets all around your mouth and you're going to swirl it. So I want to do, I want to swirl it around like I would with wine yeah, tasting do. properly or... Do. I mean, you can just drink it, like you don't have to, but you definitely want to get it around your mouth so you get the sensations. Um, I wouldn't like shush it around your mouth like that, like you know how the, how the, how the like chew it, like you proper, don't want to be like yeah, chewing it, like the proper wine tasters, like move it from cheek to cheek and like really. I quite like gonna, that way you've described that shush it, shush it. Like look, I didn't know what was a good word for it, but you're gonna lo- you're gonna release the carbonation, then you're gonna lose it. You yes. want to swallow it so you feel the sensation of the carbonation going across your palate as you're swallowing it. So you don't want right. to move it all around like that but you do want well to now i know uh, also i feel like one of our top tips is sometimes when you drink a beer the first sip you want to probably get about three sips in to before you start making it it calibrates your palate it you know make sure that your palate is picking up all the different things so C- case in point when we did the uh oregon trails and we had like the up to the normal one the double the yeah. triple and I'm, you know, bitterness. I'm quite sensitive to bitterness. Yeah. Um, hence why, like, West Coast historically have never just been my favourite. I remember I had the first sip of the tri- of the triple organ and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, this is so bit, like, I was like, this is a lot. Yeah. And then I sort of, like, about five or six sips in, I was like, oh, I'm used to this now. And yeah. I quite like it. And then you start getting the other layers of the complex layers yeah. of it. So you do have to... And I quite, more it more kind of became... Up. It became moreish because I yeah. kind of want a bit more now because that is like yeah. I'm used to it now. So one sip is not enough. You've got to do several sips, right? Shall we? Shall we sip? Let's give it a go. Cheers. Oh. So mine's a little bit thin, not terribly so, but it is a wild ale, so that's not a surprise for it to be thinner. It's not as carbonated as I thought it was going to be from the carbonation bubbles that I saw in the bottle, in the bottle, and in the in the glass. Um, it's got a lot going on. It's woody, it's earthy. There's a bit of of vinegary tartness. There's definitely a bit of, of pineapple in there. Getting Brett, um, getting barnyard. Like there's a lot going on on this. And I've had a couple of sips already while we've been talking, so my palate is already warming up to these things. Like as I drink this, more more interesting things are going to come from it. So I've just had like the first sip and for me that was the first sip and it was definitely thinner. There was very noticeable carbonation levels, which obviously like when you have a stout, like you don't always tend to assume that yeah. there's going to be that noticeable carbonation. But, um, quite heavy roastiness um, with like a, a low but noticeable like bitterness, but almost like a coffee bitterness. Okay. Um, so yeah, no, it's pretty good. I don't have the biscuit just yet, but I think it's because I've only had one sip. So yeah. I'm going to take a few more sips. I'll let yeah. you keep chatting. I'll keep sipping. Uh, shall I share our favourite tasting technique? Mm. This is this one takes practice, everyone. I'm like, oh, I know exactly which <laughs> one this one's going to be. Yeah. This one, right? So this is this is a slightly more advanced technique, everybody. So prepare. Yourself. Which I never do myself. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I do this when I can't get something. When I feel like there's something in there in there that I want to get out of a beer and I can't get it. Like this will give you, get you right in there. So I'm going to describe it first because it's very easy for you to spit your beer out with this one. <laughs> it's definitely so. not that. It's definitely not like um, if you just had like a a person that's never done it, yeah. like is new to that whole situation. You were just yeah. like, all right, give it a go. I could see how it would be slightly challenging. <laughs> yeah, it could be fun to funny. 
to do this with you, mate. So, right. Oh, so, yeah. you want to hold your nose, pinch your nose closed. You're going to swallow a little bit of beer. So, you'll sip a bit, you'll swallow it, and then let go of your nose and breathe out. So, that's where it's complicated, you see. So, you've got to have beer in your, beer in your mouth, pinch your nose closed, swallow, let go and breathe out. So, you've got to swallow. Let go and breathe out. Don't do all of that at once because that is when it is going to come back up your nose. <laughs> and it's particularly hard, I would say, as a person with a nose ring because yes. you're like, where yeah. do I pee? Oh, and like, and, and the worst be, yeah. part is, is if you, I've got the hoop and that is arguably even oh, worse yeah. because it's like not just in one spot on the nose, it is the whole inside. When I go to pinch it, if you go, if you don't go far enough back, it doesn't really cover your nose. <laughs> If you go yeah. too far forward, like it is yeah, just, it. it's a nightmare. And then you're like squishing the ring. You're like, that kind of oh, doesn't feel yeah. good. Yeah. So yeah, buyer beware. If you've got yeah. a nose ring, yeah. it's not the best. Um, and this is very similar to the putting your hand over the top of top of the glass and swirling because you're keeping those aroma molecules in and then you're breathing them out. So you are, you are pushing them out. So you really get that retro nasal action. Um, it's really good take some practice i don't do it very often because it is slightly complicated but i like to share it in case anyone wants to give it a go so i'm, I'm going to give it a go now you might want to go to the video for this to see how we do it um here we go i don't do it often just my nose ring it's just annoying oh so that when i do that i get more sweetness from this i think when i do it the bit it's less bitterness i mean it's already quite low bitterness but there's even less bitterness yeah um but the roastiness just gets a little bit stronger. Yeah. So it's very so I, heavily roasty. It's quite good though. So I've got that vinegar note in there. And at first it was just kind of vinegary and tart. Whereas when I do that motion, I get more of that balsamic sweetness from it. Interesting. This definitely has like, I think when I do that, it's sort of the carbonation's a little bit lower. And I do yeah. get a little bit more of that like biscuit element to it i think it has quite a high roasters i quite like a roasty stout though so like to me this is this is great i really enjoy it almost get a little bit of smoky wood in there as well Ooh, I like that this is so complex like it's a you know it's a barrel aged wild wild beer it is gonna have a ridiculous amount of layers at least it should do if it's a good one and i think this is quite good so yeah that's uh that's your whistle stop tour through how to taste beer if you weren't sure it will set you up for success it will. in 2024 so there you go yeah um let us know yeah. if you want to know any more beer tasting tips we are happy to share <laughs> uh thank you for guiding me through that because i wasn't sure what i was You're doing welcome. and that was really great <laughs> <laughs> hopefully we've helped someone there and hopefully it's meant they've not had to go back and find it in our previous episodes yeah. um yeah i guess in terms of like well, we're talking about other resets in january i think for me the only other thing worth noting, like I, I know that what I really want to make sure I said already, what I really want to make sure that I'm doing is buying the right amount of beer. Cause I think like it's been something that I think has just piled on and on and on since like, yeah. so like COVID and then we were like buying lots of online orders and then 
obviously the podcast that started amping up so then we started buying more podcast beers and then when we started interviewing people it's okay well now we have to put in an order so that we can yeah you know do an all and the order has to be worthwhile to make sure the shipping's worthwhile so it's like we got to make sure we get in the stuff for the podcast and then enough to justify shipping and everything else and so i think we just like there were times that i was getting like multiple beer orders a week like i'd come home and rick would be like you've got like three orders like what are you doing um with no less than six beers minimum in them and it just piled up and so for me i'm kind of at a point where i've got some stuff that's been sitting with me like for a shockingly long amount of time that you know i would be embarrassed to admit i've had for that long like i would never yeah say how long yeah and you don't then like we we want to support these breweries we want to you know highlight them but you don't want to be highlighting beers that people can't get Yep. or that maybe are past their best and so actually we're not getting the best out of them definitely we don't want to do that so yeah i think i think it yeah i think it is a, f- a follow-through from covid because we just end you know you ended up with a lot and i think know. it's sort of like do you think about it in the same way of like great to de- like people not that this is like the great depression but what i mean is like in the great depression people kind of like looking for the after that the lasting impacts of that were like you'd be looking for really good bargains when you were you know buying food because you had to make sure the money stretched more and so you'd be looking for certain things and like that's kind of carried on through like generations it's had that like lasting impact and I think like for us because of COVID like you didn't know when something was gonna go out of stock uh or whatever so you tend to just like buy and hoard stuff not I never did the whole like buying and hoarding but I know a lot of people did I think when it came to like beer I was like I want to support all these breweries I want to make sure they're not yes you know that I'm doing what I can to support people um and they all sound really interesting and people were putting out new stuff all the time and I was wanting to do that I was wanting to support that I've spoken to brewers since and they were like you know I I was talking to one brewer and they were like we kind of got ourselves in a bit of a fix because we were putting out Weekly. like two, three new beers every week and the audience now expects that. And now we're at a point where we're like, well, actually, we can't afford to do that anymore. It doesn't, you know, the business model for that doesn't work for us. But we've got an audience that expects that. So, you know, breweries are not doing that anymore because, you know, they can't afford to. Well, you see ones that still put stuff out, but it's yeah. like what they're putting out is not, as interesting as it was before i'm yeah. not saying everyone's but there are places that like you know they've got to the habit of okay we'll put something out but it's not ever that it's the most i would almost rather wait longer and have something yeah. that is more interesting yeah, same. than to have something that is just like oh you know the fifth of the same thing they've put out yeah. in the last like few weeks but i think it just i got i got into that bad habit of just it piled up and then it all gets up on top of you and then you have so many because then i'd save it because i'd want to write about it or share it with someone or do something with it so i can't have that yet or i'm waiting for my husband to want to drink it with me and he has very different drinking habits than i do his are far less than mine are so there was a lot of like oh okay it just all got on top of me and i ended up with i've ended up with so many beers um and a lot like there's a good portion i wouldn't say all of them by any means or even half of them but there is still a good percentage that are just older than i would have liked them to be and some of them i want them to be like some of them it is i'm doing a vertical yeah. or i'm aging yeah. them or something like that but then there's too many stouts because i love stouts my problem is i'm never in the mood 
to drink them at home all the time. Like I love yeah. a stout, but I kind of like it more when I'm out and about and or I like it as um like the end of a session. I don't normally like session stouts. Yeah. So I collect all these stouts because I'm like, they sound amazing. But then I barely get around to actually drinking them. And some of them, like if it's a milk stout, like that's not going to age well. I'm going to need to yeah. drink that. So I, I think what I'm going to milk stout once, it did not end well. I tried that before and it didn't end well either. Doesn't yeah. End well. top, no. top tip don't age your milk stout, yeah. guys. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. work. Trust, trust the best before <laughs> on that one. Yeah, trust um, it. But I think like for me, what I'm going to have to do as part of my reset activities, admittedly, and I know that this is going to probably be a divisive topic that people are going to be pissed off about, but like, you know, I've given them the money and I'm not going to rate them poorly on, on t- I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to go yeah. out and say anything negative. For me, what I'm going to have to do to get myself back to a manageable, manageable position is I think I'm just going to have to have like a weekend where I take all the stuff that's out of date and I one by one just kind of go okay I'm going to open this I'm going to have some of it to know what it tastes like if it tastes really good I'm probably going to drink more of it and if it doesn't taste great then I'm going to be like well at least I know what it tastes like now and then I'm going to have to drain pour it like just to get myself back in a position where I'm not sat there with a whole bunch of stuff that I can't have I'll probably work from like the oldest date back yeah. up to the newest really um done that. yeah but i know like i know that this is probably going to be people are like i think that you'll have people probably not any of our listeners but like if somebody shared this with somebody that's not one of our normal listeners i think you have people that like to think that they would never get themselves into the situation or like like forget like i was trying to i was trying to do the right thing and support people that i care about and support yeah. businesses that i care about and i just found that it was like shit it's all on top of me now but and I need to it, make like, it a manageable thing. And I you, know now my habits are different. That, that brewery, that bottle shop, whichever, has had that money. Like, they've mm-hmm. had that. It's now up. You own it. It's up to you what you want to do with it. You're not, you know, you're not going to try. We're not going out there. You're not going to trash I'm not being them. like, this was shit. This I didn't like this. Right. You're not doing that. It's just how it is. Like, that's fine. And I feel like there's another thing. Like even if I put it on now. untapped, I never rate it yeah, like that. If, if it's past its best it, before, I like, I don't, even if it. I like yeah. it, I don't rate it because I go, it's not fair. Yeah, I'm not going to put it I just want to know that I've like, had it. I might rate it for me personally in my personal notes, but I won't put it on there because that's not, yeah, it's not, it's not useful to anybody to do that. And um, but like, I'm so I'm where I'm trying to read more. I'm um, in a few different book groups and things now. And um there are people that are like you know if you're reading a book and you don't like it you don't have you don't have to finish finish it it. like do not like dnf do not finish it that is fine and actually i this i think leads into as well you don't have to like all the beers you don't have to like all the beers everybody says that you should like you yeah you like the beers that you like and if you're drinking a beer at home you don't have to drink the whole thing if you don't want to oh <laughs> that's and fine full and it on like, like it's no that's not a problem we've you've recorded paid, for it we you know drink what you want to drink drink how much you want to drink that's nobody else's business but yours we've recorded and i've gone like even when it's something that i've really liked if the bottle was just too big or i had oh. too many of them i'm like i've got to pick and choose like I really want to finish the ones, if it gets to be quite late, I'm like, I want to finish the ones that I actually really enjoyed. And some of it just has to get poured because I just can't drink all of it. Or like, especially if we've done like stupid amounts of stouts and they're like high ABVs, which happens. happens, And I'm like, I just literally, I'm full. Like I physically cannot finish them. I'm thinking that something this year is, is that I like, I want to drink some of those beers that I've got in the cupboard that I've been saving. Like, 
these are good beers. Let's get them drunk. Because the problem is, is there's such a fine line, isn't there? And some of them are 750ml beers. And I haven't, I haven't got a place where I want to share them or people, I haven't had time to share them with people. Do you know what? Maybe I'm going to drink them and maybe I'm only going to have a little bit of them. Maybe I'm not going to drink the whole thing. But like the, the thing is as well, is like you can only, with the aging process, is like no one knows when the right time is. It's like yeah. you could then leave it, it you, too long. Well, I could be leaving them and too it's long. Not right, or maybe yeah. you're like there's always going to be. A, what if I left Seize it longer? The day, and what if I did it? Carpe diem. Drink yeah. those beers. <laughs> but yeah, Life I think for short. me, for me, that is what I'm going to do to kind of reset myself. Is I think I'm going to have some time in the coming weeks where I slowly start kind of getting rid of everything that's really old. Drink I mean, a bit of it. I mean, and I can then come around it. and help you. <laughs> you can. You absolutely can. Um, and yeah just get rid of some of that stuff and then I think I just want to then get on top of it and get in better habits kind of going forward um, and I just recommend everyone kind of like take stock of what they've got sometimes and be like oh do I have too much like if you're wanting to try something really bad like I guess the alternative is instead of putting in an order for that maybe look at who around you has it in stock and try to get out and just drink it out yeah. and about um because then at least you're kind of like, I don't have to justify shipping. I don't have to, you know, you can just have that one beer if that's the one beer that you want. I also do this thing where if I've bought some new beers, I feel guilty if I drink those before I drink the older ones. Me too. Which is probably right, which is probably right. But also, if I want to drink that new one... You want to drink it? it. It's optimum drinking well what do you do do you drink the Do you drink the one that's new <laughs> right. and that's the best one? Or the one that's already... Yeah. kind of by the wayside do you go well i'm just gonna kind of kick this the can my, down the road so, on this one yeah, and so what's this the right answer I'm, this is why i'm kind of doing the the beer tarot thing because i can pull that and i'm like right i'm gonna pick a beer from my stash that coincides with the meaning no with, resonates with me to go with that card and that is helping me to de-stash a bit because i'm like well i'm gonna pick that one because out yeah, of my stash and i have color-coded spreadsheet <laughs> so that i can you know so the, i don't drink the podcast beers but i've got the ones that need drinking got them in in best before order so i can see but yeah that's that is helping me to de-stash at the moment it's it's interesting that you say it's interesting that you say that so um i asked people on facebook and instagram and every everything for um movie recommended i was like what do you think is oh, the yeah. greatest movies of all time that everyone has to that like everyone has to see and it doesn't matter how many you're just like i was just like list whatever you think is a movie that is like a must see by somebody in their lifetime and people gave me a whole bunch of recommendations um which i i'm this is not the exhaustive list because i haven't finished putting them all in paper but i have put a scrap of paper Ooh, for all of them and like when it was things that were like uh the godfather and there's like three godfathers i did one piece of paper that says the godfather and i've done like one two three for example yeah so that way i can pull it out do the first one chuck it back in because what i'm gonna do or attempt to do is just whenever i've got like a little bit of kind of free time and i've got enough time to watch a film or we're looking for a film to watch or whatever I'm not just going to stick with what people have suggested. I'm also going to kind of Google like top films or things that I haven't seen or yeah. whatever. And I'm just going to pull one like at random and then be like, cool, it's this one. 
um, and try to, it depends what it is. If it's something I've seen before, I may try to match a beer I already have to it to be nice. like, I know this will go with it really well. If it's something I haven't seen before, I might try something different, which is I'll pick a beer at the start, which is this is what I think would go like, if I don't know what it is, I'm not going to research into it at all. I'm literally just going to be like, like somebody suggested something. I was like, never heard of that. Don't know what it is. And I'm not going to look into it in advance. I'm just going to pick a beer that I think goes with it. Is it the one that I told you? No. That's a great, that's a great beer. Nope. Nope. It was something complete. It was something that someone else said. I was like, literally never heard of this in my life. Um, but I just want to like, I'll probably pick something that I think goes with it. And at the end of the, like, once the film's done, I'll probably pick another beer that I think actually represents it accurately. And I just think it's a nice challenge to be like, what can I get? And it might just be something that's like in this movie, there's this type of animal and therefore this matches because there's that on the label. That's what I'm doing (laughs) with my books. Like, I think the one that I'm currently reading I think I'm going to match a beer called Ghost to it. Oh, I like that. <laughs> because it, there, there is a there is a ghost mentioned in the book. And I think from my stash, that's probably the best one that, that goes with it. Um, did someone did someone suggest Memento to you? Yes, someone did suggest Excellent. Memento yes, to me. So I feel like for that one, if I had to pick off the top of my head, I've, I've watched Memento. We watched that in we, the person that recommended it to me. We were in the same art class in high school and we watched it in Memento art class in high school. Yeah. I'd probably pick like Phantom's lens because there's a camera on it and so like that makes sense to me as like the initial one but I think part of it is like if it's something I haven't watched in a while or something I don't remember as vividly like what I what I'm playing around with doing as well is like watching the film having the beer and then just kind of doing like a brief did this age like is it an older film did it age well like do I actually enjoy watching it now like is this an iconic status like I don't know and then also kind of going and here's the beer that I've put with it and this is why I've put it with with it um i said it's just a bit i guess sort of like a writing prompts be something yeah. to kind of do when i don't have anything else to do and b it just encourages me to drink through the stash really so I, like if people want to recommend me movies please feel free to drop them in my inbox or whatever because i'll add them to this because i feel like what i'm going to do is i'm just going to keep growing this yeah, list. just keep adding to um it. i'm going to put it in another box i just chucked them all in here for now so that i could illustrate to you what i was i was doing and nice. i'll chuck them in a box um, I'm going to find a whole bunch of stuff that I don't think Rick or I or both of us haven't seen that I feel like we should have seen. Um, but please, like, feel free to recommend me, like, really niche things. You can absolutely troll me if you want and recommend me absolutely shockingly shit stuff. Because, um, like, B-grade movies, I don't care. Like, B-grade horror movies, I'll watch that as well. I will pretty much watch whatever. Um Really, Won't like okay, it all, but I've got one that I didn't recommend to you. Um, okay. Dr. Caligari's Cabinet of Curiosities. Oh, I, I've that, have you seen it? That's a TV show, I think, isn't it? No, no, I'm thinking <laughs> no, of um, no, I'm thinking it's, a, it's like a black and white uh silent movie. I think I'm thinking of the one, um, The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Is that what you're, yeah, 1920? Yeah. Okay, I'll put this on. I'm writing put it down it now as we sit, as we speak. Yeah, I will submit it. Uh, but it can be anything. Like it can be a comedy. It could be black and white. It could be hot. Like I like. I prefer comedies. But if you want to give me whatever, I'll <laughs> um, I'll watch it. The other film that, if if listeners you're interested in, the other one that I suggested to Tori, it is one of my favorite films of all time, and it's called Velvet Goldmine. 
Um, and it has got... I haven't watched that, so oh, I have no God, idea. So As well, no good. idea. To be fair, I have so no good. idea what I'm getting into with it's that either. So, Jonathan Rhys-Meyers in it. Christian Bale. Don't Ewan don't like spoiler. McGregor, don't spoiler. No spoilers for it. Susie Eddie Eddie Izzard. Uh, Tony Collette. Such a good cast. Oh, the costumes. <sighs> like the costume geek in me. Oh, it's one of my favorite films ever. Costumes are by uh, by um, um, Sandy Powell, who is my favorite costume designer of all time. Like, oh, I love it. If you haven't seen it, you should see it. It's so good. Well, yeah, there we go. And and if you want to, you like go. I said, if you want to submit me some stuff, please feel free to send. I think, to be fair, we were going to go through a whole, like, uh, dr- the new Drink Harder Challenge and everything else, but I feel I like... I think we save it. I think we save it. We yeah. could do a whole separate episode. Yeah. But I guess let's use this as a, as, a, as a plug space to say we are... I think it's fair for us to say we're going to try to create our own list of challenges. Yeah. We're going to try to make it as inclusive, but there's going to be some stretch ones where it's like... Yeah, there'll be some stretch goals. Some stretch goals. Joy and I think... Love a stretch goal. Love a stretch goal. And I think we're going to try to make it so it's not specifically like has to be done in a year. So you can yeah. play along with whenever you want. It doesn't have to just be January to December. You can do it whenever yeah. you want. We'll just add to it every year. Um, but I think we'll also try to do the Drinks Harder Challenge. But we will go through all of this in another episode. But if yes. there is things that you want to challenge us with or things that you think would be a good drinking challenge that you'd you'd like to see on a list to see other people play along with um send it into us i guess you can you can send it into both of us we can start doing our plugs now because we why can. not uh makes the perfect sense to do that but you can send it to both of us um at a woman's brew on instagram and facebook we're on youtube we're on x but like we don't check we're that. not going to check that um you can you can email it into us if you want at a woman's brew podcast at gmail.com you can submit your challenge ideas there or even challenge us to go places do whatever um recommend guests across any of those yeah. things We'll pick it up. If you want to be on the podcast, you can write into us there or you can you can message us. Um, if you want to submit some really great movie ideas for me, the niche the better. Like I said, I prefer comedy, but like whatever, I'll go with as niche as you want. As Just don't make it like straight up porn because I'm not going to watch straight <laughs> up porn. Like I, if there's yeah, a bit of like nudity in it, I'm not yeah. going to be like, oh, my, I'm not going to clutch my pearls, but I don't need... <laughs> like straight up porn so don't try to troll me like that because i'll i'll vet that out um but you can submit them to me at adventures underscore in underscore optimism on instagram um you can also email me at adventures and optimism at gmail.com uh all my links for anything else that i don't keep up to date with are in my instagram so you can kind of find it all there joe if people want to like kind of follow you along and what you're doing with your beer and tarot where where can you yeah, if you want to find, find my beer and book pairings, my beer and tarot pairings, we do beer and tarot Tuesdays. Come over for beer and tarot Tuesdays. Um, I might be sharing a bit of my journaling stuff as well. I'm trying to get that blog, more stuff on the blog. So come and have a look at that. You can get uh, find me at my beer school, which is Love Beer Learning. And we are on uh, Facebook, Instagram, X, TikTok and Pinterest. But you're probably going to find me on Instagram the most. So just come over there. Uh, or you can come to my website, which is lovebelearning.co.uk. Or you can email me, lovebelearning at gmail.com. Um, yeah, let us know 
what you're enjoying, what you want to see more of, because we want to create create things that you want to listen to. Let's yeah. Know. Thanks for listening to this, uh, yeah. this bit of a rant. We just thought we wanted to catch up with people <laughs> yeah. for a bit. We haven't really had a catch up ourselves. So this was like a yeah. really good little catch up, ease back into things. And we've got some exciting things that hopefully are coming up in the new year. So uh, stay tuned. But yeah, yeah make on sure that note, like and subscribe, smash that, <laughs> smash that like and subscribe. Ring that button. bell. Ring that bell. <laughs> I'm done. Yay. Cheers.